It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You, and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. This is a world of possibilities. A world in which people who put their minds to something can really make a difference. My goal is to help the environment. Someday I'll find a cure for cancer. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we believe that aspiring minds can achieve anything. So we dedicate ourselves to making sure everyone has an opportunity to go to college. Each year, we provide more than $150 billion in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about Money for College at studentaid.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, it's Gina Gardner here and welcome to Gina Gardner and Friends. I have once again an amazing guest for you, Joseph Frankie III, who refers to himself as a bridge builder. Now, we're not talking about uh, Isambard uh, Kingdom Brunel and building bridges across rivers and across railway lines. But when I asked him, how would you like to be introduced? He talked about the fact that if you know where you are and you know where you wanna go, then what he does is to help people build a bridge between the two. So without more ado, I'd like to introduce to you my friend, Joseph Frankie III. Hello there. Hi, Gina. It's a pleasure to be back with you again. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's such a, a privilege and a pleasure to have you on the show. You know, one of the things that strikes me is that we are at a time of great change. But before we get into the body of, of our talk, and we're going to be talking about how people, and your words, are under merchandise themselves, it'd be really great if you could introduce yourself and tell something of your story, because you've got a pretty amazing story to share. Well, Gina, I grew up in a rural environment um, and, uh, you know, it was a great place. It was 10 miles from the Mexican border and 21 miles from the coast. And just uh, it was a, a great experience. But a month after I graduated from high school, I was in the Army. I uh, went to the academy and then 34 years in the Army and then another 20 or so years in the private sector. And it just became apparent to me in the last six or seven years, okay, what do I bring to the table? Yes. And uh, with the help of my wife, uh, she said, you know, I hear you talking to these people and you sound like you're developing officers in the army. And so it just became a blinding flash of the obvious that really what I have a niche for and what I'm good at is career developing people because I've done over 40 
years of it, both in the military and the in the private sector. And so what I do today is just a nuance built um, on that. So sometimes it's helping people get what they want with LinkedIn. Sometimes it's uh, executive coaching. Sometimes it's, it's helping them negotiate contracts with companies. It's third-party exit interviews on why this person really left the company and those kind of things. It all has to do with people and their interface with working. You know, I think it's always been important, career development. It's certainly something that I, I work with people um, with too. But I think we are in, you know, people talk about being in unprecedented times. And I think there is no doubt that we are in, in very challenging times. And lots of people are looking for a new job because they're unhappy or because they've recognized that it's not, it's not their true passion or purpose or people haven't got work and they're desperate to get into work or they're transitioning from the military into, uh, into commercial world. So talk us through what, what you think are the, the, the really important things for people to consider when they are looking for a job or looking to change their job or change direction. Well, in, in today's world, um, you know, there's always the, the trades and they have their ways of finding that, but everything above that, uh, that involves leading a team or a project or the first elements of being a supervisor, whether you like it or not, uh, you have to be in the LinkedIn playing field. And that is how you're going to be found for those opportunities. And people will say, well, I'm, just going to apply. And I always tell them, I said, more and more people are using uh, the LinkedIn tool to find who they want. LinkedIn is creating apps and uh, tools for companies to use to go out and compare people's LinkedIn profiles. Uh, you might have seen that, you know, mm -hmm. as you kind of play with the tool. So, um, if you are not out there, what about the jobs that are not posted? Yes. Do you ever want to be considered for the ones that are not posted? Well, they're looking <laughs> on LinkedIn because that is the weapon of choice today. LinkedIn is owned by Mark Microsoft. Uh, every second of every day, two people join LinkedIn. So, yeah, it's, you know, I wish every... You know, somebody looked at my website every two seconds. But, <laughs> but I mean, so, okay, so they're owned by Microsoft. So anytime that there's a new thing out there or something that could benefit or, you know, give LinkedIn an extension, let's face it, they have the cash to acquire new ideas. And, and, and if you look at the record, they've done so. They've added an educational piece and all those other kind of things. And so they're they're the biggest near-term competitor in that market currently. You know, what strikes me is that anybody can put a profile onto LinkedIn. It doesn't cost anything. And right. you start to build uh, out your profile, and that becomes, if you like, your shop window, doesn't it? You know, people can see you and how you interact with others and the world 
through your LinkedIn profile, through your posts, your articles and so on, and how you interconnect with other people on the platform. So what you've just described, uh, Gina, is an oil portrait. <laughs> and so it's an oil portrait. You can make it realistic. Yes. You can make it romantic. But you know what a resume is, is it's just a black and white picture snapshot of your intellectual capabilities, if you look at it. But what LinkedIn uh, provides you is this entire ability to uh, paint yourself both on an emotional intelligence perspective as well as an intellectual perspective. So um, most people do not use LinkedIn to the full to its full capability, and uh, and that's because for the most part, I was just working with a woman in Norway uh, thirty minutes ago. And she was saying, ah, well, I haven't been looking for a job in the last seven years. And she told me what she, she wanted. And I said, well, you're going to have to be out there enough so that you're seen because you're wanting to get a opportunity in another country from Norway to go to a, a, another country. So if you're not seen, you know, and how many people put advertisements out for uh, SVP positions well they don't no they're all you know kind of confidential you know searches that are going to be done either by contract contingent or retained executive recruiters we're going to go for a very short break but i think if you're listening to this and you're in a job that you don't like or you want promotion or you're looking for work i would suggest to you that you know that you really think about LinkedIn and look to create yourself the very best opportunity. And when we come back after the break, I'm going to explore with Joseph just how you can do that. So don't go away. Hey there, I'm Lance Bass and this is Chip. And for more than 100 years, American Humane has been protecting animals in times of crisis. And if you're like me, your pet means the world to you and you want to keep them safe if disaster strikes. American Humane's first responders are always prepared to rescue animals in danger, but you can also help. To learn more about disaster planning and keeping your animals safe, please visit AmericanHumane.org. Did you know kids who drink during adolescence are at a higher risk for alcoholism and brain damage? Particularly as it relates to memory loss and motor function. Plus, this can lead to school, social, and legal problems. And puts them at a higher risk for suicide. You have the power to prevent your teen from underage drinking. Talk to them about the dangers of alcohol. And help us have a better future. We're listening. To learn more, visit ccapsa.org. Welcome back. So Joseph, what would your advice be to someone who has made a decision that they want to look for a new job, um, want to change direction, or they want promotion within the same sector? What for you would be the, you know, the, the cardinal rules to get the very best um, out of the process? Well, you know, think about everybody tells me, Joe, you know, just get me in front of the person. You know, if I can get in front of the person, you know, I can get the interview. And I'd say, well, okay, then 
what are you going to say in that interview? Yeah. And, you know, and, and what they have is really, you know, a really great story and all that kind of stuff. Well, see what LinkedIn has done is given you the ability to go and populate, you know, yourself and your story about what you can bring to the table, you know, and so uh, it's, it's easy for people to go there. You know, it's um, in the recruiting world, there's a, there's this old story and I'm not saying I believe it, but they say that recruiters and HR are the, like the laziest people on earth. And uh, when you think about it, uh, it's your responsibility to package yourself up, put yourself in a nice little box, get the best wrapping paper available, get you a really nice bow so <laughs> that, so that everybody else can hit the easy button. In other words, you need to do the work. Yes. You need to do the work up front and sell yourself. Uh, used to seven or eight years ago, when I was doing executive recruiting, I could see by whoever, you know, gave me a resume. Okay. There's stuff in between that. They probably did this in this job and they probably did that. And I'd have them for coffee and we discuss that and, you know, you extract that out of them and all that kind of, kind of thing. So, so what, what happens is it's your responsibility, you know, to uh, do that. And we, are in a noun and verb war with our okay. competitors. Right. You're in a, you you are in a noun and verb war with your radio show. Uh, okay. <laughs> just, just clothe that a little so that people who are listening can understand what you mean. Yeah. So anyway, um, it, it's up to you to tell your story. Yeah. It's up to you to use good uh, quantitative, qualitative metrics. You know, if if um, if Gina were telling me, she said, well, I I am a great radio host. OK, well, OK, but there are also other great radio hosts. But if Gina tells me, hey, I'm a great radio host, I started this new radio show and, you know, uh, I, I've got three hundred and sixty thousand listeners. And then the very next uh, month, we get four hundred and thirty. Okay, what Gina's done is she's given me a metric that measures her performance. And everybody in whatever they do produces. In other words, you either make money, you increase efficiency, you reduce man hours, you know, you complete projects. Those are the stories. Yeah. And LinkedIn gives you the ability to populate these stories in, in, in a way that says, you know, I I can do this. I make a difference. You know, here are the net results. You know, it's really interesting. I've done a lot of work with people. And one of the things that I found quite interesting is how difficult some people find it to actually acknowledge their skills, attributes, their strengths. They can do it for other people, but they find it very difficult to do for themselves. In fact, I was working with somebody last night and I asked them to think about, you know, what are your skill set? You want to change industries. What are the transferable skills? Right. And the military people that I've worked with, I live in a military town, Colchester, mm -hmm. um, and they often find it difficult to translate military skills into the commercial world. And yet they are incredibly 
transferable, the capacity to, to lead effectively, to delegate, to, um, to communicate um, effectively. All of these are incredibly transferable, and yet people often don't recognize it for themselves. What would you say to people, uh, how do you help them create the very best story? I want it to be authentic, but one that actually gives them the very best chance to show themselves in the best light. Let's start with the military. Um, with the military, you almost need a translator. <laughs> That's what I found. You know, when I came out, uh, you know, I thought, you know, I had this down, okay, I'm well-educated and all that kind of stuff. And But you have to be able to communicate in the vernacular that the hiring manager understands. And so uh, with a lot of military people, uh, you know, I try to help them uh, do that. And, you know, when I got out of the military, LinkedIn wasn't there. No. And so, uh, you know, uh, it was just in its very beginnings. It was very rudimentary. But, you know, I saw the a, a lady expose that to me and says there's a lot of power. Yes. So here and I started using it, you know, to find people for who I needed, you know, for projects in China and that kind of stuff and just kept developing. And then LinkedIn would add feature after feature, you know, and so you would end up using that. But the bottom line up front is if you can't measure your production, you can't be sold. Right. Okay. Now, how you measure that production, I would suspect, is going to be very different for, for different it is, it is just as different as, as people are. There's qualitative yes. uh, descriptors, okay? Like um, a qualitative uh, descriptor would be, um, hey, worked on a project to uh, rescue the uh, Kursk Russian submarine, you know, during its disaster. Okay, there's no numbers in there, no. but okay, that's that's a description of a highly unstructured, difficult, no notice project. Yes. Um, a example of qual uh, a quantifiable one is, and I use this with project managers all the time. Hey, I've worked for three companies in the last 15 years with project teams of five to 27 people on projects valued at 1.2 million to 27.6 million dollars. All were completed on time and under budget. So in three sentences, you've just encapsulated technically what you've done in 15 years that was gonna make me as a recruiter say, okay, I, I'm gonna go read this profile because this guy can, or gal, can measure you know, their production. Yes. Whereas, hey, I'm an outstanding project manager and I've done multiple projects internationally. Well, see, for me to really do that, I'd have to call that person up, spend time, do the tooth extraction, one project uh, at a time. Yes. And we used to do that years ago. But today, if, today, if you're not show ready, Gina, we just go to the next person. We're going to have a short break, and when we come back, we're going to continue with this theme and particularly looking at how people who are listening can utilize um, the information both as employees, but I also think there's a place for employers in terms of LinkedIn, making it attractive 
for people to want to work with them. So don't go away. We're going to carry on the conversation in just a minute. Were you exposed to hazardous materials while serving in the military and have an illness or condition as a result? If so, you may be eligible for VA benefits and services. Whether you need health care or want to file a disability compensation claim related to military exposures, VA is here to help. Visit va.gov forward slash military dash exposures to learn more and apply today. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. Take a step toward bringing our country and community together. Start a meaningful conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Now, before the break, we were talking about how people need to really utilize all of their skills and attributes and so on as part of the story to make themselves as attractive as possible for potential employers and to make life easy. It's a bit like the uh, when we, I was in education, we would say to the pupils, make it easy for the examiner. Don't make them work hard to find your, your answers within all of your script. And I think that same advice is very true for people who are uh, recruiting, whether that's an agency or the, or the company direct. But I'd be really interested in your take. We're moving into a time where we are being told that there is a skill shortage and that people who want really high caliber staff who are going to be working in an enlightened and a conscious way to help companies um, move forward, the companies themselves are going to have to do something to ensure that they are attractive to the best of workers. And I know this is perhaps a bit left field, but what are your thoughts about that? Well, uh, the company is going to have to assess, okay, how is how are the people I'm competing for? What is it they're looking for? What is it they're wanting? And, you know, am I at least competitive in my offering? And so, um, you know, in different parts of the U.S., it's going to be different ways. In fact, um, um, I'm working with one company right now that's thinking about moving uh, its location from one part of the U.S. to Texas because uh, they feel that people have more of a work ethic, would be more amenable to come to the office, you know, those kind of uh, things as opposed to um, 
them trying to do everything from out of the office. Okay. And so, so there are going to be net changes based on uh, people's desires, companies' desires, kind of a reshuffling of the deck to get some sort of equilibrium. In fact, I read a really good article um, on LinkedIn. It was all about the change in leadership, you know, all these leadership things. And I said, well, you know, I, I need to read this because, you know, the world's changing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm reading this uh, really in-depth article and I said, my God, leadership hasn't changed. <laughs> in other words, in other words, it was just new words to say the same things. But it, at the end of the day, leaders, one, you know, need to take care of the people they have. You know, they need to be able to communicate effectively. And more importantly, they need to listen. And all of that was just boxed up in, in um, new, uh, what I'd call uh, serial talk. Yes. You know, but there wasn't any new dynamic of saying, okay, because uh, even if a person's working at home, I mean, the supervisor, you know, needs to keep up with people, check on them, do all the kind of things that you would normally do uh, in an office environment. It's interesting, isn't it, that we look at leadership and you, you say uh, quite rightly so that often people are using language i call it the emperor's new clothes language you know here it is really new and it's it's something very special um but when it boils down to it that that great leadership is great leadership and has always been great leadership what i do believe is that because of the pressures that many companies are under that many leaders have fallen into the trap of becoming very driven simply by the numbers and have forgotten that the people are their treasure and that when they lead in an enlightened way that they lead with integrity and we've had plenty of examples where there's been a lack of integrity they lead with the courage to do what's right and not always what's easy and to lead with compassion and care not only for the their their staff but also for the environment and so on and it just strikes me that we are moving into a time when having real clarity about who you are, what you offer on both sides so that there is a shared expectation will lead to greater success in terms of people working within an, an organization and the organization succeeding. It, it, it does. I mean, you know, uh, Loyalty is a two-way street. I agree. You know, if you're a leader, you know, you have to be loyal uh, uh, down just as much as you uh, need to be up. And uh, um, my grandfather always used to say, you know, God gave you two ears, so you need to be listening twice as much as talking at a minimum. And uh, I think people kind of forget that. Uh, you can really learn a lot uh, about your organization if you're willing to walk around and just listen. You know, I use the same phrase myself that, you know, you've got two ears and one mouth. I think it's so often missing, both from leaders, but also from employees, that ultimately, you know, listening to 
other people within your organization and understanding what the vision is and what people are trying to achieve. It all takes you know, effective two-way communication. Now I'm conscious of time. So Joe, where can people find you? Well, they can uh, they can find my book on Amazon. It's called LinkedIn, The Five-Minute Drill for Executive Networking Success. Now, that sounds like a mouthful, but uh, that's actually being used in high school business classes because it's a one-hour read. Okay. And Lori Ruff, um, my co-author, and we're both thought leaders on LinkedIn, so you get kind of you get a women's perspective and that military engineer kind of uh, perspective. And the hardest thing I think we have ever done is write a one hour book. You know, Churchill uh, would always say is uh, if you want me to talk 30 minutes, I'm ready to go. But if you want a two minute speech, I need six weeks. Yes. Well, that's yeah. very true. So trying to get this book, um, you know, down to where it was a one hour plane flight bus ride, um, uh, type uh, book was um, very tough, but we 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 got it. It's being well received. It's four point nine out of five zero on Amazon, and it's got a lot of um, things that will help you in the back. Other than that, I'm on LinkedIn at Joe Frankie the Third. I'm an off author on Amazon at Joe Frankie the Third. Uh, Twitter, Joe Frankie the Third. <laughs> There's a, there's a consistent message here, which is yeah. great. Oh. Well, thank you very much for joining me on the show. Um, and thank you very much for listening. I look forward to seeing you on the next show. Remember, if you want to contact me, it's Gina, G-I-N-A, at genuinely-u.com. Thanks again for joining us. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.